I need to get one FM Talk Podcast. Didn't know if you can play the whole song or not. Though. I was going to get into the second second verse or so. All right. Well, it's Eye on Health. Wait, Dr. Jones. Yeah. You, you sound different. I'm trying to, my, this is my sultry voice. That is. You're going to give it a try. Yeah. Yeah. What do you well, think? How, how's, how's, your, uh, how's your week been? It's been great. This week's been great. Yeah. 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 Good. Last good. week, not so much. But not so much. Good. Yeah. You know, we, we jinxed ourselves because we did a show on the flu shot. We did. That's right. That was our and last show. I got show. the flu shot. You did. And yeah. You got made sick. a big deal of that. Yeah. And you got the flu. Yes, I did. Not from the shot, though. No. That no, it happen. didn't have time to get a, that doesn't get, happen. to kick no. in. Yeah. No. What is the, I mean, I'm sure you've uh, uh, been keenly aware of this recently. What, just for listeners' edification, if you haven't gotten your flu shot yet, Go what is it. what is the uh, time that it takes before it's really well, affects a couple so, of weeks? So I, so I did research on it because I'm like, holy cow, I got the flu shot. I believe I now, put out the proposal. <laughs> no, if yeah, anybody really. can tell me definitively. So yeah. I did like most good patients do. Uh, I went to the internet yeah. because, you know, all of the medical. We Dude, don't certainly. even need medical school anymore. We just <laughs> yeah. you can just go to the internet. And it says it takes about two weeks to get your okay. community so built up. So I need up. to get that post-haste. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it could be a rough Thanksgiving. If uh, yeah, I don't know what would happen with your deep voice if you lost your voice. It just kind of goes away. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Just, gone. <laughs> just completely gone. Yeah. Hey, but I'm very excited. If you can't tell from the tone of my voice. Yeah, I, I, I'm the energy tell? behind your voice, despite <laughs> its lack of physical yeah. representation. I'm very excited because we have a special guest in studio. We do from Victory Men's Health, Dr. Uh-huh. David Yablonski. Great to be here again. Thanks for coming back on. We appreciate Pleasure. it. Um, we talk about Victory Men's Health pretty much every time we're on air. Pretty By the much, way, yeah. check out their websites, victorymenshealth.com. Tons of services. We both use them. They're fantastic. Yep. They've just been great in our lives. Big news, they've got some new locations opening up, including one on the Missouri side of the river. Yeah, that's right. Which will benefit many, many, many patients. Especially me. But their main location <laughs> in, in Illinois actually is very convenient because it's right off of the inner straight off of 64. Yeah. So. And we're, we'll get into a couple specific topics with Victory, but one thing that we always want to mention is uh, it, that was surprising to me because it, obviously you guys at, at Victory, Dr. Yablonski, are you know have, have primarily been focused or advertised around uh, you know things like uh, testosterone replacement, erectile dysfunction. But right. what, what's always been surprising to me is whenever I come in and sit down, it, it's a whole health mentality toward uh toward male health sure. and yeah. uh it's it's so much more than just those issues yeah right. and hopefully we can dip into one of those i just happened to be talking to dr yablonski kind of off the cuff yeah. when i was there recently and some interesting things came up so right. it, it is a total health picture they caught some things in me that otherwise i wouldn't have ever even gone to the doctor and you are a doctor I know, and I hate doctors. You're with the doctor I hate them every so much, day. I don't even look at myself in the mirror. I know. <laughs> Imagine that sort of self-torture. It's, it's bad. Yeah. But I wouldn't have caught, like, cholesterol problems. Wow. Because I, I wouldn't have gone to the doctor because I was okay, yeah, you know? Yeah, you feel okay. So that's why we've said this before. It's so important when you're in your, starting to get into your 40s, you're a guy, you focus solely on your career, you've put all your health on hold so you can take care of your family. And you don't like going to doctors because who likes to go to doctors? This is a completely different feel. It's very comfortable. It's it very is. relaxed. And they're going to get you all taken care of. So check out all the services they have. It's victorymenshealth.com. We mm-hmm. couldn't recommend them any higher. That's right. Or any more often. And then today, that's all we're going to be talking about. It is. Because it makes it pretty easy. Yeah. And we, so we've got Dr. David Yablonski, a medical director, 
Yes. 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 Good. Okay. Thank you. Um, and uh, I've worked with Dr. Yablonski for years and years just with regular patients. Um, he's a primary care doctor over in my neck of the woods. Right, Edwards. For many, many, many mm-hmm. years. And uh, so I had shared many patients with him. Um, so right. it's great to work with him now through Victory. Um, things are exciting. It's going well for you, huh? Very, very much so. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's, uh, I, I can't believe how much fun I have going to work over there every day, you know, when I'm, I'm there about once a week, uh, where I'm actually seeing patients and it's just, it's fun. The day just flies by. And like you said, we're, um, sitting down with guys and it's a different vibe than, than when my patients come see me in a primary care office. Yeah. We've talked about that before. Unfortunately, how medicine has, has become is we only have limited time with right. our patients in a regular setting, but not in, not a victory. <laughs> I mean, you've got all the time in the world to talk about any issues, and it's a comfortable enough environment you can really bring up anything that you probably wouldn't bring up with your regular doctor. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And so, what? Um, before we go to break here, real quick, how freeing is it to at least have one day a week <laughs> where you can just practice real medicine, right? Yeah, I mean, and it's and it's got a focus, and so you know, instead of having to to uh, you know stamp out diabetes, heart disease, kidney failure, all in a fifteen minute visit, and and we do that, and that's important yeah. too uh, in my other place. But um, this we can kind of focus on wellness and optimization and feeling better and getting some of the youth back and uh, you know setting the clock back uh, you know ten, fifteen, twenty years. It's got to really feel good um, because you you there's no government overlooking you. There's no insurance companies hounding you. There's uh, not 45 other patients on the schedule, you know, hounding you. You can really take it patient by patient. And at least one day a week, it's got to feel rewarding. It's great. You just nailed it. Uh, I'm just in there being a doctor. I don't have to be an administrative person and a businessman and a compliance officer. I'm just seeing the patients and we're we're talking about their health. Kind of a loaded question here is, how could we get there the other four days of the week? Yeah, that I mean, is, we'd have to completely undo, I guess, our current system. But wouldn't it be nice if this yeah. is how medicine was supposed to be? It's if you think about it, such a simple transaction. I'm a doctor. You're a patient. You come in. I'm going to do my best to give you advice. Come up with a treatment strategy. Maybe some tests. How did that result in skyscrapers with United Healthcare right. on them all over the country? I and think industries. Eric, Eric yeah, can probably okay. speak to this more <laughs> yeah. than than what we can because I think what happened. Again, loaded question as we're going into yeah, our first break. Yeah, that's no, no. When we put a third party into the mix, and the third party is either the federal government, blah, or <laughs> uh, private health care insurance, it's sure. a third party in that transaction. There you go. And you get a third party in a transaction, and it just makes it more cumbersome. And they're paying. When, you, when you're writing the check, you control everything. It's they're an, the ones inherently, right. inherently yep. an inefficient uh, economy. In that, uh, or at least microeconomy in that case, although it's a heck of a yeah. microeconomy, right? right? And uh, and you see that in other areas too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all we could do. We have done a whole sh- whole shows yeah, on that before, but yeah, yeah. Um, that's what's great about Victory. It's simple. It's it's back to basics medicine. I think that's why we like going there so much. Is really not BS. You just go in there, right. and you talk about you know whatever's bothering you, get some blood tests done, and get right. it get it fixed. Um, it's a great experience. So check them out. we got to go to the first break here. Check them out. It's victorymenshealth.com. When we come back, we're going to be talking with medical director, Dr. David Yablonski, about all the services they offer, maybe some cool things that we didn't talk about last time you were in here. So stay tuned for more Eye on Health after these words. Helps if I turn on your mic. Oh, red means go. The red means go. Was my mic off the entire time last time? No, it was not. Were you hoping it was? Yeah, it was. (laughs) 
That would be great. All right, folks, it's Eye on Health. Every Saturday from 10 to 11, we're talking about your health care. Um, hey, by the way, Dr. Yablonski from Victory Men's Health has been on before. He has. What if someone wants to go and like listen to the to the first time he was on our show? How would they go about doing it? Well, I'm glad you asked, Dr. Jones. Uh, you can go to ionhealthradio.com or 971talk.com and click shows. And then uh, all shows, you'll see Eye on Health right there. Got a new podcast feed. Right. Uh, so you'll see that uh, up and running, and it's uh, that's that's where we're posting them all. Now. And then let me throw this one at you. Sure. Let's say I'm out of town. Yeah. And I want to listen to Ion Health. Who doesn't? Yeah. I mean, right? I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people that don't, but let's say I do. Want they to do they just don't know yet. That's all. How would I do that if I'm sitting on a beach in Florida somewhere sure. and I want to listen to this? What do I do? You see, well, IonHealthRadio.com, and you'll see the links right there. You can go to iTunes. Uh, okay. that's out there on iTunes. What about like streaming? Like I don't want to replay the show. I want to oh, listen, listen to live. live. The like radio.com app. That is your best way to right. go. Radio.com. You can actually stream this. You can stream FM News anywhere. Talk 971 all day long, anywhere in the world. Here's a reminder. Yeah. If you're in Florida, it's a different time zone. It is. So just yeah. Keep- yeah. Keep that in mind. You, should, you better anticipate a bit. <laughs> All right. Hey, special guest in studio, Eric. Did you see him sitting here? I see him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize you and Dr. Yablonski had this history together. Oh, I learned well, that in the well, last time. Well, well, I, I never had met Dr. Yablonski, but we right. have probably shared, I'm guessing, a thousand or more patients. Yeah, given, <laughs> given your geographic yeah. coverage. Yeah. 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 Because every Makes time sense. I've got to do surgery on him, I need to get his permission to do surgery on him. So we say, go see your regular doctor. Sure. And they come see me, and I'm like, well, Dr. Jones thinks you need this. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Yes, right. Yeah. There you go. Of course right. you need this. <laughs> so we have probably communicated by letter a thousand times, or I'm right. guessing actually probably way more than that. But the first time I met him in person was when we were here last oh, gotcha. time, whenever okay. that was. Um, but yeah, we have a, a, a medical history together just of sharing patients. I'll tell you what that does for me is it makes me a lot more comfortable at victory. Yeah. As we've talked about this before, at certain, you know, some men's health clinics, which is kind of becoming the thing. Um, you really want to make sure there's a med- you know, medical doctor there, real yes. doctor treating patients, um, because it's not just getting labs drawn and throwing stuff at it. There's a right. lot of thought that's got to go into it. So well, that, That's one of the things, that, and I've learned a ton about this space over the last few years, developing our relationship with Victory. Uh, there are some fly-by-night shops. Yeah. And, uh, and so don't, you know, if, if you've been burned by that or you've heard bad things about, men, quote, men's health clinics, you, you so don't true. you don't know what victory is. Uh, conversely, Doctor Yablonski, before we get into some of the stuff you guys offer, what about the the primary care doctor who's trying to do this in his regular day, like it, like right. at his regular office hours? Right, and I, and I've been that doctor. I've I've I had uh, quite a bit of training early on in my career in terms of hormone modulation and and men and women's you know uh, health optimization was something I was interested in and. I tried to do that in my regular internal medicine clinic, and it's just, I always felt like I wasn't able to have the time and resources to give people all I knew about it. And when you come over to a place like Victory, now we can focus just on all of the the nuances of this uh, men's health optimization. So so it's it's focused, but it's done with a professional. (laughs) Yeah, like you said, you know, we get a very large panel of labs, and I have, uh, because of my background as an internist, uh, I'm looking at everything. I don't have, you know, just uh, narrow glasses on just to only think about uh, testosterone. There's a lot more that goes into it, and we've caught things where I've had to go order MRIs to rule out a pituitary tumor, and we caught diabetes and high cholesterol, and 
you know, um, I'm looking at the whole picture, uh, even though the focus obviously is on optimization. And especially um, cholesterol. Yeah. Because if you start getting into some of these treatments, they can actually raise your cholesterol even more, right? Possibly. Or, or for that matter, uh, like with testosterone, uh, you know, guys start feeling better, they're exercising more, they're eating better, uh, they lose fat on testosterone. Uh, same with um, uh, medicine called sermorelin, which increases your growth hormone. So, so, but it'll impact it, and you want to be able to follow monitor. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Sure, sure. Um, so, last time we were on here, we we're kind of just giving a general overview of the services you offer. One thing we touched on, um, and we've actually talked to Victory about it before, were some of these alternative treatments to ED. Right. Um, not just throwing a pill at it. Now, the pills are very effective, right? Sure, it's a sure. huge market and for we those. use them, you bet. But there are other things you can do. Right, that's right. That's right. And one of the things you talked about was that shockwave therapy. Right. And I think we had done almost a whole episode on that before sometime in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but off the air, you were telling me there's even some newer stuff. It sounds pretty cool. What else right. you got going on for that? Yeah, yeah. So the uh, uh, stem cell injections and uh, are, are really interesting and um it's probably just in the early stages now of, in many aspects, like, you know, we're talking about, you know, stem cells are being used in every discipline of medicine we've, right now. We've probably had every specialty on here at some point mm-hmm. talking about stem cells. Right. And yeah. there's more and more research being done. I think if we um, wait for the study to come out, uh, you know, that that can be a trap because um, what we're finding is we have some small studies uh, now that are accumulating in erectile dysfunction using stem cell injections. And what we're finding, uh, not only my personal experience uh, in my association with Victory, but in reading these objective studies uh, where I have no impact on the outcome, uh, we're seeing really promising results, possibly curing this this thing that affects so many guys. So let's back up a little bit um, because I know Eric's not paying attention over here. What is a stem cell, right? We've talked about it with orthopedics. We've talked about it with I'm just not letting that stand oh. by for the record. Right. I think he's, I don't know, he's, he's getting his grocery list together. I'll tell you all about okay. it. Okay. Um, we've talked about it with orthopedics. We've mm-hmm. talked about it with plastic surgery. We've talked about it from the eyes, the eyeballs. Right. What is a stem cell? It's magic. Well, it is magic, <laughs> right? Okay. What is the yeah. spell? Is, yeah. I mean, you know. Uh, to pr- probably to try to put it in a way that everybody understands, stem cells, uh, we all have stem cells. We all come from stem cells. Stem cells are those cells that are uh, have the ability to differentiate into the final product. So if you think about it, like eyeballs in your area, there's special cells that make an eye an eye. The heart has cells that make it a heart and a liver and every other part of your body, tendons, muscles, bones. Well, all these are made from cells at some point, this this uh, raw ingredient, if you will, this raw material has to turn into the appropriate cell. So the the cool thing with stem cells uh, is that when you're when you're trying to um, regrow or uh, remedy sick cells in a certain organ or a certain part of your body, uh, stem cells have the capacity to turn into new healthy. Yeah reinvented cells there. We call it pluripotent. They mm-hmm. can become anything that you stick them next to, really. Exactly. And for instance, on the eyeball, there are stem cells that help uh, the cornea repair itself. But if those are damaged, let's let's say with a chemical burn or a fire, mm-hmm. they won't come back. But you can put stem mm-hmm. cells there 
and then they become the appropriate. That's stuff. right. That's right. And in the in the penis, I can say that word on the air. Right? Yes, you can. Okay, well, yeah, oh. he can say that, right, Eric? Okay. Can I say that? Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> Let's keep it at that, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the penis, you know, when, when you're talking about getting an erection, I can say that too. Yes. Okay. We're good. This is amazing. Yes, we got yes. mid-term- Tuesday's erection day. So you know, term erection is coming <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah. This is, I feel so free. This is great. <laughs> Uh, the to get an erection is is really a, a cascade of, a, of of events that has to happen you know in milliseconds uh, for it to be successful and so there's there's two cells that we focus on when you think of stem cell injections in the penis there's these endothelial cells and these um, cavernosal smooth muscle cells and um, I won't go into I, I would need pictures to show your your listeners how this works but. The point is, is that these cells can get regrown or regenerated, and also, maybe even more important, this is kind of interesting, it's not real intuitive, the the stem cell injections, we think, also allow those two different cells I just mentioned to communicate with each other. It's called a paracrine effect, and that may be even more the magic in terms of erections than, than just uh, regrowing new cells. So we understand the functional component, blood going in, Right. Doesn't drain back out immediately. Right. That's if I'm key. remembering everything correctly, and that's <laughs> yeah, basically it. That's right. Okay. So um, the pills that we take for that, they relax the smooth muscle to let more blood go in. Am I, am I right? Or am I, 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 it, it, it may actually be working more on that, that other part of the equation you mentioned on the outflow part. The, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, blood going in. Now, for people that have arterial disease, then then that could be the, the deal breaker for them. They're not getting enough blood into the penis. Okay. But like you were saying, um, then the key is keeping that blood in the penis so that the penis stays I can say this, yes. Erect. So, well, I think we're yes. good. Yeah, it's a medical yes. show. Yes. And uh and so then what what happens to some guys is either not able to get the erection or even more often we'll hear I can get one, but I can't keep the erection that blood drains out earlier than they want. And so medicines like Viagra, uh, which are, uh, they're called PD-5 inhibitors, and that's just an abbreviation for a long, a long enzyme name, it interrupts the body's chemical that then causes a breakdown of this erection. So if someone has longstanding ED, do those blood vessels and those smooth muscles get, get permanently damaged or atrophied? I think to some extent that can happen, especially if they have underlying diseases like diabetes, uh, yeah. or vascular disease. Exactly. Okay. So, so if you're if someone has peripheral vascular disease, those pills may not work. Correct. They do not work in everyone because they're not going to regrow what's been damaged. Right. And the nerves too. There's there can be some some small nerve damage there. Is that where stem cells maybe comes in? Yeah. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I, I think all of the above, and, and there's. Parts of it we don't really know for sure. I mean, there's there's still some theories being put out on why this is working, but you're right. It's so what I, I guess what I was getting at first, we kind of understand the functional things that happen, but there are some maybe some mystery things that we still don't quite understand, mm-hmm. and that's the cell-to-cell communication, that's, maybe something yes, like that. The paracrine and, effect. And so, so the stem cell treatment can work for not only end end stage peripheral vascular disease, trying to regrow some blood vessels or repair. Right. It maybe could also work for someone who's early on in the in the disease process um, for right. reasons that maybe we don't fully understand. That's right. And we have guys that come in that it's really annoying to them because they're otherwise youngish, healthy guys. And uh, 
they don't necessarily want to have to pop a pill. Sure. They, they're like, hey, can I just do something that's going to yeah. give me a shot at, at being normal again for years to come? So let me ask you this. Do you have to have it repeated? Uh, possibly. Um, early on in the process. So. Okay. A smooth transition. Such, a, such engaging off-air conversation. Yes, it always is, yes. It's good. Welcome back. It's Eye on Health. Yep. Every Saturday from 10 to 11, we're talking about your health care. We've got Dr. David Yablonski, Medical Director of Victory Men's Health. Check out their website, victorymenshealth.com. You can also link to it from our website, ionhealthradio.com. That's right. Right? Good. So, Dr. Yablonski, we're talking about some stem cell treatment for ED. Right. Um, we got cut off. Because someone wasn't paying attention to the time at the last uh, at the last break, I was asking, does it have to be repeated? Yeah. And I guess the answer is, it's so new, we don't know, it, but possible. It's it's possible, yeah. So I wouldn't want any guy to think we're going to give it to you once and that's it. But there may be that that may be the case. It depends on the, the patient too, how old he is, the the severity of his erectile dysfunction. Sure. Do you think it's good? That if you started it at a young age, maybe it would keep you from getting to severe stages of it as you aged? You know, we don't, we can't say for sure, but gosh, if you think about the science we were talking about, it would make sense that you're regenerating and and putting back these young cells. And then let me just ask you this real quick. Uh, How do you get the cells in there? Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a million-dollar question. Huh? Yeah, not not as bad as you think. It is an injection. Uh, yeah. I will say this. Uh, it's a very small needle, number okay. one. Okay, all right. All right, I would hope so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, as, as cringeworthy as most guys find the concept, uh, what we do is a real quick, just in the office, I mean, it's a real casual situation uh, in terms of the, the the atmosphere. We're not going into an operating room or something. We're just in this nice, cushy office. Uh, of course, we'll use sterile precautions and, and all the, that stuff. But we'll inject uh, some lidocaine to, to numb up the uh, the penis. Uh, and then we'll put in a few injections into the, the shaft of the penis uh, but it's, uh, I would say the pain level is in the annoying category, not the, he just shot up to, off the chair. Pick right. I yeah. mean, it sounds like it would be terrible, but yeah. with the lidocaine in there, you're probably right. fine. Is there any kind of downtime with the procedure? No, no. You can, uh, you walk you out, walk out, you you're walking normally. Yeah. You don't need a driver <laughs> okay. even. You know, I always say you need a driver. Yeah, yeah, right, it's a good right. sign. You, you can be your own driver. And you can eat lunch right afterwards. You, you can no, do anything okay. you want. All right. Basically. All right. Yeah. Very good. You know, one of the things we talked about at the break was the, uh, whether there's an increasing, at least anecdotal, anecdotally increasing prevalence of things like erectile dysfunction and low testosterone in the, in the general population. And, uh, just based on, um, my anecdotal reading in experience with Victory Men's Health, the what what in your estimation, Dr. Yablonski, is the impact of stress on mm-hmm. these sort of issues? Because what what I found is well, I didn't you know, I may not have been a typical case study for uh, uh Victory Men's Health regular services. I just felt terrible. Yeah. And at the end of the day what it came down to was stress. I just I, yeah. I had to restructure some things in life to make it where I and all of a sudden did those things. Look at that. I felt normal again. Yeah. You know, lifestyle is such a big part of all medicine. Um, you, you can't, um, you can't medicate no matter what you're doing. Uh, most people, uh, back to a, a great optimal state without them participating in the diet and exercise and stress and the stress thing. 
Um, you know, it, it seems like it's killing all of us. Um, and it's a hard thing to advise people on because when you're in that stressful moment, it, you, and somebody says, Oh, come on, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's not how your body's responding. And we know that stress, uh, does have a negative impact on the body just as we know. And there's, there's books and science on this, just as we know that, uh, feeling good and happy and laughing and smiling and having that inner peace also improves your health. Mm -hmm. So So it's like a vicious cycle. Yeah. Right. You feel stressed out. Your testosterone drops. Right. right? Then you feel worse. Yeah. So you get more stressed out, and you just keep it's, going round yeah, and it's round. It's true, especially do, if there's sexual dysfunction that comes with it, and your relationships, you know, that kind of thing. So you got to do something to break break that that's cycle, right. and that's yeah. where victory comes in to really, you know. And we've also talked about this before, Eric. When you think of these men's health clinics, at least when we started thinking about them, I was thinking late fifties, early sixties guys who right. who goes right. in. Right. I'm guessing you're seeing it in much younger people. We've got heading an, it off at the past. They're in their twenties coming in, yeah, which ha- did shock me. And I'm glad they're coming in to talk about it. You know, I mean, I'm glad that we're a place where they feel safe to say, "Hey, um, you know, guys in their twenties, like I'm feeling different. My energy's down. I'm having some sexual issues." And and there's all sorts of possibilities. Sometimes it's just psychological and the stress. Uh, but we can at least address that. But we've got guys that are in their twenties that have very low testosterone. That is strange, though. It is the, the, the thinking that at least was taught to me in medical school is about around age forty is when the right. testosterone really starts to drop. But you're telling me you're seeing it in people even in their twenties dropping. What is going uh, on? Uh, something's up. I almost yeah. feel like we need a whole new study to kind of capture this because the 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 data that we've all relied upon, like you said, a medical school and that we just assume is accurate. That's not what I'm seeing in the clinic, and I'm talking to other people, and they're seeing the same thing. And, you know, the numbers don't lie. It's not like we're we're checking some weird – I mean, this is routine, it's, it's, standard right. labs that we're the, getting. The numbers don't lie. Exactly. Yeah. So we don't know what it is. So stay tuned on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, you know, I was going to talk about this. Um, I was reading um, – Tucker Carlson has a new book out, and I was reading – it's a short reading. You can probably read it in a couple of hours – he talks about the the detestosteroning of men yeah. and just how if you look at these numbers. So it's even entering into our cultural and political discussions here, what's going yeah. on. Something needs to be looked at. Yeah, yeah. So I think, uh, who knows, maybe someday we'll, we can start, uh, you know, registering some data out of victory. And Is it something in our food or is it something's going on, though? To some extent, we're all getting poisoned every day, I think, <laughs> in right. this society. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, very true. <laughs> yeah, I can feel it. That's in my throat. My throat's starting to get scratchy, Eric. Something's poisoning me. Um, okay, so great. But stem cells is a viable option. Does anyone ever do stem cell treatment plus the shockwave therapy? You bet. There's some guys that come in with some very difficult uh, cases of, of, of ED, and we have to, you know, so, you know, kind of like throw the kitchen yeah, sink sure, at them. Sure, sure. And I, so uh, that we can combine all of it safely. I would say this is great news for um, the guy with the peripheral vascular disease who the easy answer is not going to work for him, right? That throwing oh, yeah. the pill at that's not, yeah. not going to work, right? M- most of the time, yeah. Or, or it, 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 we can sometimes use it because it works somewhat, so we'll combine it with some of these other modalities, but by itself it doesn't yeah. always get the trick done. At least we have other things that we can now offer, and you can't just say, well— <laughs> That's that. You know, that's right. That's we, right. Our hands are tied here, so that's great. Um, what else is new at Victory? You guys are growing. What other services are you offering? Yeah. Well, so um, we are. Um, you mentioned we've got. Our, there's actually two new locations coming down the pike in a couple months in in Champaign, Illinois, and out in town and country. And so that that's a big deal for us. And then um, uh, we are um, 
Uh, really been pushing down on the uh, the wave therapy where you just mentioned that we're, we're seeing that being incredibly effective and, and the stem okay, cells. So, so wave yeah. therapy is the shock waves yep. um, for ED. Yep. Yep. And it's it's really a, a type of ultrasound. Ultrasound. Yep, okay, you yeah. You bet. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people, th- th- yeah, you know, that's what they sure, think of it as. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's not a painful procedure. It's just using ultrasound and what is the mechanism behind why that works, or do we not know? Yeah, well, uh, there, there's the, the guys that came up with it did some great study. It was out of Israel a few years back, and it's actually a very, very well done study. Um, th- I think that's less mysterious. I think it deplaques the uh, blood vessels. Uh, that that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, so there's plaque that forms in all of our blood vessels as we get older. Uh, not me or you, of course, but other other people, right? Oh, I'm all plaqued <laughs> up. Yeah. I'm all plaqued up. Uh, and then uh, it, it, we think it, it knocks that off, and then also um, it something about the vibrations from the ultrasound increase uh, nitrous oxide, which is an important uh, vasodilator, uh, meaning blood gets in. Yeah. You want that blood flowing. Erections are all about the blood, all about the blood. Um, and we've looked at that study um, yeah. because this was getting enough press, I guess, that it was actually getting into some of the mainstream press. So right. we actually looked at that study, I guess, maybe a year ago or maybe right. a little bit longer. And it's there's power yeah. behind it for sure. The, the cool thing at, at Victory is, you know, like we're talking today, it's not just this one thing. You know, some of these other places you go there and they're like, okay, what are we selling this week or right. this month? We're just looking at, you're a patient when you come in, and we also do HCG injections, not not the, the goofy stuff that people take for diets and homeopathic doses, but real injections yeah. of pharmaceutical HCG. This is a Clomid, another pill uh, form that we use in treating low testosterone. And so every guy comes in, it's not really a cookbook kind of deal. Um, we can combine these different medications. Sometimes we can just use one of them by themselves. Um, I think the other thing people are surprised about when they come in is this is just not for rich guys. This is this is something that most people can afford. Um, some people can afford more of the services than others, true, but there's very, very few people that come see us that when we say, hey, here's an idea we could do, who say, oh, man, no, I can't afford that. Right. It is for, for what you get out of it. It is very affordable. It is. I mean, yeah. anytime you've got, well, Eric knows this as an economist, anytime you've got to spend money on something, you got to weigh the cost versus the benefit. Right. And for things like this that are going to improve your overall life, maybe improve your relationships, your interactions with others, right. uh, then the cost benefit becomes very easily to, right. easy to, uh, to estimate and look at. Um, so that's a great point that I don't think we've ever even talked about on here is how affordable yeah. the labs and stuff get run through your insurance for the most part. Right. Uh, I, you know, uh, for, I'm not even sure I because think they I do. think, <laughs> I think they do. They, they I do mean, my, my labs, yeah. my labs yeah. get run through my insurance. I, you know yeah. what? I think you're right. Yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of taking a pause there cause I'm thinking, I never hear any of the guys complain about getting a bill. And yeah. in my primary care clinic, I run labs, and I'll, I'll we'll have people come oh, in yeah. shaking these like, I just got a bill uh, for yes. this. It's $1,000. Yeah. No, but, yeah. yeah. It's run through through the insurance. It, At least my labs get run yeah. through my insurance. And I think we're working with a, a lab, too, that's that's really been helpful in in partnering with us so that we can make it affordable for guys, too, because this is a cash pay kind of deal. It's not, uh, except for the labs. The labs right. we can run through insurance, but everything else is cash pay. Right. Um, so that, that's, yeah. Um, and then the other thing, if we have time, we can, we can throw in a few tidbits if you want about PSA. Well, PSA is very important. Um, because, uh, yeah, you know what? That's such a loaded topic. Let's do that when we get back from this next break. So we don't run up against this commercial, but PSA is extremely important. 
Um, prostate cancer seems like, you know, it's not if, but when it's going to get you. Especially if you live if you long enough, you're going to die fam- with it at least. Family is just exactly if right. you're a guy. So one thing you and I talked about were these different tests for yeah. prostate, not just, so tests beyond the PSA, which I thought was fascinating. I've had epiphanies we yeah. can talk about. <laughs> All right, so when we come back, we're going to have more with Dr. David Yablonski, Medical Director for Victory Men's Health. Stay tuned for more Eye on Health after these words. Welcome back. Eye on Health. Every Saturday from 10 to 11, we're talking about things that can affect your health. Today, we've got special guest in studio, Dr. David Yablonski, Medical Director of Victory Men's Health. Check out their website, victorymenshealth.com. We speak highly of them all the time. They're great. They've been great for us. We've had a great discussion today about stem cell treatment and the wave therapy. But one thing, when I was at Victory one time getting some labs drawn, and you popped your head in the room, we got talking about something that's actually very interesting to me because of my family history, which was PSA and prostate. Right. Right? Um, when when I think about monitoring for prostate cancer, which I guess is eventually every every man's going to have some something right i mean yeah there's statistics i mean if you're a man that lives into your 90s you've got over 80% chance that you have prostate cancer yeah, now crazy. you may not die of it you, right. but they say you'll die with prostate cancer not of it yeah um the trick is uh catching it in the guys that are young enough where if you don't do something about it they may die earlier of than it. they should they of may, it they exactly. may die of it not yeah. with it right and identifying the guys that have the more aggressive prostate cancers as opposed to the ones that you could feasibly detect at 50 and could be uh, have no impact on them for 50 more years. So here's this typical scenario. Connect, correct me if I'm wrong. I go in, I get my PSA drawn. Mm-hmm. It's elevated. Now we got to go do some biopsies or something. Yeah, so exactly. Um, so I would say um, there's a better way of thinking about it now. Okay. Um, and I will say right now that for years I'd get it. It would be up a little bit. I'd send to my urologist and, and okay, now my job is done. I've kind of taken a, a more um, assertive role in guiding men on this lately um, because of some things I've found out. Um, the elevated PSA, uh, I mean, one that shoots up and it's over 20 is probably more likely than not going to be associated with a cancer. Those are easier and, and those might need to go right to biopsy. But the ones we see most of the time are the ones that not only are they a little bit elevated, the four and a half, the six, the five, but also what do you do with the guy that went from a one to a three, still normal, it's under four, it's supposedly normal, sure. but we know there's something called a PSA velocity, meaning how fast did it increase over a year or two. Those are the troublemakers. and Because and, the guy goes from one to three, mm-hmm. the next time you check him, it may be a 25. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right. exactly. And then do you, do you if they have a little bit of prostate cancer and they're 50 or 60, um, it, you know, some of the traditional ways uh, out there would say, oh, well, it's a slow-growing cancer. We'll just watch it or monitor it. The more aggressive way was to go get a biopsy. But the biopsies are random, and you get 12 biopsies, and you may or may you not may get it. something. Yeah. It, exactly. So what we can do now is in those questionable cases, there's something called an OPCO 4K test. It's a blood test. And this is a validated test. I learned about this from the Mayo Clinic and I learned about this from, I'm going to give, can I give this other doctor a yeah. plug? He's a great guy. Yeah. Dr. Andriol, he's the uh, chief urology over at Wash U, phenomenal guy. As we've mentioned so many times on this show, we're blessed to be so close to awesome you know, academic centers yeah. here. 
So these guys taught me recently. So we're now running uh, the Opco 4K test on guys because this can tell us whether or not you're one of the guys that is at higher risk for having a meaningful prostate cancer. And then we decide we have to move forward. There's one extra step that can be taken too, which which I highly advocate. Instead of going right for the biopsy, there is now something called a T3 magnet MRI, prostate MRI. And that is critically important. Now you it, can see it. It guides the biopsy. It's not yeah, random. Exactly. No. So you see something suspicious, they'll right. take a piece of that, yep. not just 12 random pieces of your prostate. That's right. So we're having much better outcomes in this case. So if someone has an elevated PSA, or like you said, it just it's still normal, but it went up from last time, is that next blood test the next step? I think in most guys, and there's always exceptions sure. to this, and we you know we work that out for the guys in in uh, in clinic. But uh, in general, yeah, the the next step is going to be that Opco 4K test. Uh, at least now, there could be other ones coming out in the horizon. Uh, but this is the one that I think is the gold standard. Currently. And what's great about that one is it tells you whether you got the bad, maybe the bad type, or maybe right. you've got the type that you'll die with, but not from. Yep, exactly. And then we can decide, oh, maybe based on this, you do need a biopsy. And then do we move right to biopsy or get that MRI your prostate? Great. Yeah. So great information. Well, that's good that we're getting better testing for it. Right. Um, It seems like this problem is just never talked about. Yeah. There's been so much controversy with it too. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why, you know, having a men's health clinic is is great because we can really get down in the weeds on these topics with guys. And sometimes it's just a matter of giving them information like we're talking about today so I can direct them back to their primary care physician or to a urologist or, uh, you know, I don't do everything, but I know enough about it where we can guide folks. Something that's going to affect 80% of us mm-hmm. at age 90 right. is not some rare thing. It's it's <laughs> very common, yeah. And do and you know only about five years ago, you may remember this, the United States Preventative Services Task Force, that's like the god of of, of uh, evidence-based screenings uh, and prevention in the American public, they came out with a recommendation against doing routine PSA yeah. screening. It's the only recommendation they've ever put out in my career that I've said, no way, I'm still doing PSAs. Yeah, you know why they did the Well, that's a whole nother show for a whole nother... It's all about the money, right? I think so. It usually comes back to that. No, all, it's never about that. I thought it was that. It's all about the money. Stuff. I think that same committee also was making recommendation on mammograms and pap smears for women. Right. Yep, they get involved in that too. And, you know, it's like, okay, <laughs> let's keep pushing these screening backs and keep pushing them back until we start getting a bunch of deaths, I guess. And then yeah. We'll... <laughs> well, exactly. And it's, it's just a little bit counterintuitive sometimes. I would think, not being a keen economic mind like you, Eric, but I would think doing a $75 blood test and catching something early mm-hmm. versus missing it and having um, metastatic bone cancer from your prostate and trying right. to treat that, I think they would have been better off just buying the $75 one, blood One would test. think, right. yeah. So. Yeah, I'll just I'll make it clear. I'm not truly an economist, but I do work in finance. And <laughs> economists, know. <laughs> you know, with that real title, they come up that's... with some really weird conclusions uh, whenever they're looking at I'm things. I don't know why I'm calling you that level. today. Yeah. It's, it's coming to me today. I don't know. I'm, si- I'm still yeah. sick, you know. Yeah. Hey, well, great information, Dr. Yablonski. We really appreciate it. Check out his website, victorymenshealth.com. Um, they are great. Um, if you're a guy who's just trying to maybe just get back in and making sure everything is okay, what a great place to start is at Victory. We'll have you back on again and talk about some of the other I awesome so. services you, you offer. Also, stay tuned for On the Money with Bob Stockdale. Be a good show. Boy, that jobs report. 
was pretty darn good. We'll talk all about it. <laughs> all right. Stay tuned for On the Money. Get more at 971talk.com.